Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Mary Henderson, and Sheila Harry. C-Ticket patrons Serious Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Coat, Scott Cagle, and Ben and Noel Bruning, B-Ticket patron The Disney Rewind Podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, The All Aboard Podcast, and Ana Fichas de la Torres. I am your host, your post-host Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has Mickey and Donald driving a red Autopia car with Goofy trying to hitch a ride. On the back it reads, Tomorrowland Autopia. No stopping for hitchhikers on the highway of the future. So Goofy stands perplexed as Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck whiz past him on the Autopia in Tomorrowland. It's postmarked September 4th, 1963 with an Anaheim cancel and a four-cent purple Lincoln postage stamp, Scott number 1063. I assume they visit the park on Tuesday, September 3rd, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 78, a low of 61. Park attendance that day was 23,376. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. W.A. Woods of Maumee, Ohio. It reads, Tuesday. Dear Mom and Dad, We are on the first leg of our vacation. The boys have had four rides on this. They can drive themselves. Madhorn was fun, etc., on to Lillian's tonight, then to see the San Diego Zoo, and back along the coast. Plan to be back Saturday. Lots of love, Margie. Kitchen's halfway done. When Disneyland opened in 1955, guests paid for a ticket book, which included an entry into the park and individual tiered tickets to ride each attraction. Everyone usually talks about how e-tickets, which were reserved for larger and flashier attractions, like the Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, or Space Mountain. There is an assumption that A-tickets, used for smaller or low-thrill attractions like the Main Street Vehicles or King Arthur's Carousel, were the tickets that were left unused at the end of the day. While going through my 50 vintage ticket books, I counted the leftover tickets and found that the C-ticket, which includes Autopia featured on this postcard, was the most unused ticket. There are multiple types of ticket books available, each offering two or three C-tickets in the book. Assuming the postcard writer RG had two boys, minimum number of boys to have a plural, they would have needed to buy extra C tickets or use some of their parents' tickets to ride Autopia four times. The other C ticket attractions in Tomorrowland included Adventures Through Inner Space and Mission to Mars. Rocket to the Moon or Flight to the Moon, which was the predecessor to the Mission to Mars attraction, jumped ticket level from C ticket to D ticket in 1967, while Mission to Mars opened as a D ticket attraction in 1975 but moved to the C ticket around 1977. I assume this was in response to Space Mountain opening next door to the attraction and raising the bar for ticket levels.
It was so great, the other day I popped onto Post Crossing to pull a name and send a postcard. The person I drew had an interest in raccoon postcards, which I had, and liked getting unique stamps, which I also had. In fact, I recently purchased a bunch of raccoon stamps from Enfield Post. The stamp looked so good on the back of the postcard. Nice and matchy-matchy. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com to explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram or EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard shows guests riding Dumbo the Flying Elephant. In the back, you can see the Chicken of the Sea pirate ship, and hidden by a Dumbo is the Matterhorn. On the back, it reads, Dumbo, Fantasyland. In Fantasyland, elephants fly, and so do you. At the snap of Timothy's whip, Dumbo soars skyward in a dizzying flight high above the happiest land of them all. It's postmarked January 2, 1969, with a Buena Park cancel and a six-cent waterfowl conservation postage stamp, Scott number 1362. I assume they visit the park on New Year's Eve, Sunday, December 31, 1968, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., with a special New Year's Eve party event after the park closed. The weather was a high of 70 and a low of 40. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. Fred Layton of Sonora, California. It reads, January 1, 1968. Hi. Happy New Year. Have had a fine two days. One yesterday at Disneyland, and today the wonderful parade. Afterwards, out to see floats for a close-up look. Simply beautiful. Weather warm. Nights and mornings not bad. Lots of sunshine. Think it was 80 degrees today in Pasadena. Sure hope you are better. Love, Kathleen. Just a few quick notes about this postcard. It looks like Kathleen, our sender, wrote the wrong year when dating this postcard. The postmark clearly notes 1969. And a note about the weather, Pasadena was around 77 degrees on New Year's Day when Kathleen saw the Tournament of Roses parade. While some Fantasyland attractions fluctuated between the D ticket and the C ticket, but Dumbo, featured on this postcard, started as a B ticket but moved up to a C ticket. This initial change was likely the result from the original ticket books only having three levels of tickets in 1955, but moved to a four-tiered system in 1956, and finally a five-tiered system in 1959, which was when Dumbo moved to its final location of a C ticket. The other two Fantasyland attractions whose ticket level mirrored Dumbo's included the Fantasyland Autopia and the Mad Tea Party. Looking through my collection of C tickets, the one attraction which stands out is Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. This attraction had a free bonus ticket in the children's ticket book, ages 3 to 11. The attraction was also completely free after 1976. The C ticket started at a price of 35 cents per ticket when it was the top-tier ticket in the early days of the park, then dropped to 30 cents for a short time in the early 60s, and ended around 40 cents in the 70s. Looking at my 1980 ticket books, the price per ticket was completely removed. Although my sample size is small, it's fun to look back at my collection's largest unused ticket. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. This week, I was able to catch some of Monday's ATD that's hosted by paper artist Russ Romano. It was great to see Russ working on the sunflower he'd been coloring for the past few ATD hours. It's a good reminder that art takes time. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow RussRomano2021 on Instagram. 
The front of my incoming postcard has the phrases, Time flies, we fly, with an image of a bear wearing a cape and flames coming out of his boots, while holding a girl with her arms outstretched flying through the air. The postmark is faint, but has the date of January 24, 2022, and there are two stamps, a sugar apple stamp and a 110th anniversary stamp of the founding of the Republic of China. It reads, January 22, 2022. Hey, Glocky. Warm greetings from Taiwan and belated Happy New Year. I'm sorry I couldn't send you a Disney card. I always try to send a card from my recipient's wish list, but I left my Disney cards back in the Philippines and haven't seen any of them here in Taiwan. I have seen folded greeting cards, though. Anyway, I find it super cool that you collect vintage Disneyland cards and have a podcast about them. How old is the oldest one in your collection? While I do have card preferences, I don't collect anything in particular, so I always find it fascinating to hear about the kinds of cards people collect, especially vintage. Those must be really hard to find. Oh, speaking of Disneyland, are all the parks the same? Or are there some that are better than the others? I've never been to any of them, but I hope to get the chance to someday. Best regards, Isabella. Thank you so much for the postcard. I estimate that I have roughly 600 postcards which have been sent from Disneyland. My oldest postcard was sent within Disneyland's first month of operation in 1955. Although there are similar attractions at some of the parks, each park is a little different. Disneyland is my personal favorite because of its rich history, and it's the park that I've visited the most throughout my life. I've been to the Florida parks and to Shanghai Disneyland. Both were a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 